right, uh, welcome to another episode of What's the Bible Say? A podcast where we just kind of look at what the Bible says about certain topics. And as you know, if you check the uh, description of this one, uh, it's basically, what does the Bible say about God being with us? What does it say about God being, you know, available you know, as a minimum for uh, the believer. Well, today we're going to check that out. And I think you're going to be surprised and encouraged. That's my hope anyway. Let's start out with a few verses here. Romans 8.31 What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? You know, God is greater than all things obviously he created all things and all people and if he is with us i mean is it i mean even if there were armies against you or giants or dragons or you know say what you will it doesn't really matter because you know god being for you kind of makes you wonder well i mean is there anyone really who's able to stand against God, and God is for us. So we shall be more than overcomers with that in mind. Uh, 1 Kings 8, 57. May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. May he not leave us nor forsake us. And of course, you'll see through these other verses that God does not forsake us. God is always available even before we're interested in god he's available and i think that what we do is we forsake god if anything we lose sight of god and you know sometimes our humanity would say where is god but it's really a matter of us looking to god because he is with us um Let's see, Colossians 1, 17. He, God, is before all things, and in him all things hold together. That's cool, right? I mean, so obviously, you know, like we were just saying, God created all the things, you know? There's no thing without God being there. And it's him that holds everything together. So... Just keep that in mind when you feel God is far away. I mean, it's by God that everything is. And, you know, he's with you. And again, in Romans 8, 31, it says, you know, what shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If we look to Psalm 118, verse 6, the Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? kind of the same idea and you know when you look at the idea there it's you know confidence that the lord is with you knowing that life is temporary troubles are difficult and you know people can restrain your liberty in various ways but what can people really do to us when there's eternity before us with the Lord 
at our side. Let's see, Psalm 46, verse 7. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Uh, Ephesians verse, oh, sorry, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6. It says, There is one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father. So let's just say, you know, God is in everything that, uh, you know, we uh, look at as, you know, God. You know, he's with all of us. And he's not just with one of us as far as, you know, believers go. In different positions in the churches and, you know, places in the world. I mean, God is with his ship and with his uh, sheep. And we are the sheep of his pastor. Let's see, uh, Psalm 124, verse 2. Had it not been for the... Let's see, hold on one second here. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side... And men rose up against us. You know, I need to pull up that whole entire thing there. So we can find that. Uh, we'll come back to that. Had it not been for the Lord. Hmm. Chapter 124. There we go. Yeah. Uh, verse 1 says, A song of ascents of David. Had it not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, Had it not been for the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive when their anger was kindled against us. So, you know, just wanted to give you a little pretext and post-text there. You know, it's the Lord sometimes rescue us out of seemingly impossible situations and uh, you know where we might see a lot of effort going into winning a certain victory or you know gaining a success uh, we find that you know it's the Lord really that works in spite of us and in spite of the circumstances and uh, we should you know, voice that, you know, we should not be afraid to, or not be ashamed to say, you know, if it wasn't for the Lord, <laughs> I mean, it seems like I maybe could have done that with a lot of effort, but I was worried. I was scared. I was, you know, I didn't know, but you know, the Lord was with me and I was able to overcome that situation. And you know, give God the glory because the glory is His. Um, so there's that. Let's see here. Uh, Matthew chapter 10. Let's see, verse 20. Let's go to verse 19. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given you in that hour what you are to say for it is not you who speak 
but is the spirit of your father who speaks in you. So that's, you know, basically saying, you know, God's spirit is with you and he's in you. He's around you. He's before you. He's behind you. He's beside you. And you don't have to worry so much about how to answer uh, people who may cause you difficulty um, or just that you need to speak to about you, your faith. Just trust that the Lord will speak for you. It's not your ability to become a great orator or somehow present your case so logically and tactfully. In fact, you know, if you try to do that, I feel like sometimes, you know, people will just try to tactfully pick it apart. So just let uh, God speak because he's with you and he's He's able to spark that perfect uh, inspiration in you and to give an answer for whatever it is that you have to do. Um, let's see here. Let's look at another one. Psalm 48, verse 14. Hmm. Let's see, 14. Yeah, there's several translation here. Well, basically, let's just go with this one here. So, 48, 14. For such is God, our God, forever and ever. He will guide us until death. So, I mean, how can God guide you until death if he wasn't with you your whole life through? You know, and that's important that we should know that, um, you know, during the course of our life, the daily uh, experiences that we go through and have that God is, he's with us, guiding us, even until our last day. Just trust in him and let him guide you, you know. Uh, God is with you even when it seems like no one else is with you and maybe no one else can quite understand the dilemmas you're going through just know that God is with you even until death let's see here <laughs> oh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 Let's see here. Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? I don't know how much more God could be with you than being uh, calling you a temple and Him living within you. Let's see here. I think it's the Amplified Version over here. Do you not know and understand that you, the church, are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells permanently in you, collectively and individually? Well, that's pretty awesome, you know. God is living within us, in our hearts, ever working and willing us towards his great day of salvation. Let's see here. Oh, here's a good one. Matthew 1, verse 23. Let's go to that one real quick. Hmm. 
Okay, let's go 21 through 23. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us. Boom. You know, when Christ walked the earth, you know, was God literally in the flesh and blood with us? Which, I think that would have been really awesome. But, you know, you can see there's difficulty even with the closest uh, disciple to actually grasp the reality of him being there. Like, right there, you know, uh, walking with you and talking with you and reading your mail, you know, um, doing everything that he did. Just still difficult. But there were moments of clarity for the disciples. And, you know, the truth is we have the word and we have the spirit and we have God with us. And that connection is completed by a beautiful thing called faith. So we have God with us. We have him with us. Let's see here. Hmm. This is a good one right here. We'll go. Well, the next two are really good. Let's go in here to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, namely verse 17. But let's give you a little bit of a preview of that. Uh, let's go to 15. And we'll go 15 through 17. Let's do that. Um, yes, 15. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take away the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? May it never be. God forbid. Certainly not. Absolutely not. Or do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one with her body. For, he says, the two shall become one flesh. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. So, it's, you know, basically saying here that, you know, when a man is with a woman, they become one. You know, you don't, as a godly person, want to, you know, you couldn't remain godly if you became united with someone who wasn't godly. And therefore, you would lose um, that that connection. <laughs> you know, it would be a bad one. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, the math wouldn't work out right. But when you join you know, verse 17, but one who joins himself to the Lord, it's a marriage. It's a marriage. And God makes you better than you are. He, you know, you're one in spirit 
with God, who is spirit. And, you know, I don't know how, how much God can be with you besides being, you know, one in spirit with, uh, with him, you know, join yourself to the Lord and gain a great advantage. You know, that's what the Bible says. That is what the Bible says about God being with us. Hmm. Let's see. Psalm 54, verse 4. Let's see here. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my soul. God is with you to help you and to sustain you. Uh, behold, let's read from the HCSB. Not quite sure what that is. I wonder if we can find out real quick. Let's find out what is HCSB. I don't know. There's no explanation. God is my helper. The Lord is the sustainer of my life. Look, God is my helper. The Lord is with those who are guarding my life. The Lord is sometimes working through other people to do the great work of sustaining us and keeping us. How great is that? That's awesome. God is with us in ways we can't even imagine through people around us. How awesome is that? Let's see here. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Okay, let's see what else. I bet there's a couple more here to share with you about uh, God being with us. You know, if I I want to explain this verse after I read it real quick, but oh, what I see in it. I don't know if I can explain it like I'm, you know, the best person. Well, I'm just trying to read what the Bible says about these things and find comfort and help you maybe to do the same. First Peter five seven. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. That's pretty awesome. You know, you couldn't cast cares on someone who wasn't there. You know, uh, you know, God is with us and he cares for us. We just need to be aware of that and know that, you know, outside of God's love, I mean, there's only our effort and maybe romantic love, maybe, you know, but people come and go, you know, God is forever. He, he lasts forever and his love lasts forever. Psalm 62, 8, trust in him at all times. Oh, people pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. You can go to God and be safe. You can go to God who has all safety and all security and he will hide you under his wings and give you the shelter you need and you'll be with god and he'll be with you that's so awesome let's see what else we have here hmm, this is a good one right here i'll tell you first john chapter four Verse 13. Let's see here. 
Beloved, actually, let's go with chapter 4, verse 11, and we'll just read through that. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His love, His love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in Him, and He in us, because He's given us of His Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. That's pretty awesome right there. I mean, you know, our evidence is for God's presence can just be as simple as knowing that we have a love that uh, we share with one another and the effective uh, power of that love is evidence that uh, God is in us and he's with us and he does care about us and that's great let's see here the Lord be with you all 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 16 Let's see here. Hmm. Now, may the Lord of peace himself continually grant you peace in every circumstance. The Lord be with you all. And then in verse 18, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. We're talking about the Lord being with you and his grace being with you. You know, we don't have to uh, wonder if God is around watching what we're doing or, you know, spying on us and uh, making records about how bad we actually are. No, we have a different circumstance uh, because we understand God's grace in Christ. And that is, you know, he will be with us in grace. He'll be with us in care he'll be with us guiding us getting us through and sustaining us through the troubles and uh difficulties in life and that's a great thing psalm chapter 27 verse number 10 let's see here Hmm. let's read first nine as well okay let's see hide not your face from me so david's like hey you know god yeah show me your presence you know this is a dark time and he's just kind of you know feeling the difficulty of life i suppose or you know uh really making his case about how he understands he needs not just the law of God, not the Ten Commandments, but there is obviously a presence of God that struck David so pure and well that he latched onto that. And if you read through the Psalms, you'll see that there's a love of God there, you know, a love of God, and not a love of you know, some, you know, dictator or some, you know stoic sort of God but there's an affection that David knows God has for him 
And let's just read it in in light of that. Uh, verse nine: Hide not your face from me; do not, or turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. So the Lord is always there, you know. I mean, whenever you know people come and go in life. For whatever reason, people that we may have loved or needed their love, or somehow we've outgrown certain relationships, whether it's by age or distance or you know just time and all of that, you know, there's a greater love, there's a salvation, there's a uh, um, how would you say uh, a helper? You know, turn not your servant away in anger, O you who have been my help. Through life, through all the things in life, God helps us through, and He's not going to forsake us. He will always take you in. And if there's nothing else that I suppose you may have gotten from this, uh, just let it be that you know, God will not leave you, and He will not forsake you. He will. Always take you in and be present, and show His love and kindness and His goodness to you. All we need to do is take it to the Lord. You know, there's that song. You know, oh what needs, oh what heavy burdens we bear, all because we do not take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, and、um, I guess this podcast is just a little reminder that.、Uh, God is with us.、Um, we might just need to ask: Are we with Him? Are we looking? Do we have、um, a, time, a minute? Do we have a minute? Do we have、uh, more than a minute to give to looking for God and giving our lives to Him and seeking Him? Because He's there, you know.、Um, You know, the Bible does say, "Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. Ask, and you will receive." And as it pertains to God being with us, well, I mean, God is with us, and so we just need to, you know, knock on heaven's door sometime. So I encourage you to do that, and see that God's great love is waiting with open arms there. Well, thank you for、uh, taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope it encourages you, lifts you up. It's a little bit longer than the others, but I really hope that it spoke to your heart. All right. Well, have a good day. See you. Bye.